Hello, folks, and welcome to the knickknackja.net podcast. And this is going to be season 11, episode 17, and I'm calling this the ultimate fear because I've had fear crop up in my life recently, as well as a number of other things. And I'm going to treat you, the listener, like a uh, psychologist, and we'll get into it. Grab your favorite beverage, grab your favorite tobacco product, if you so indulge, and we'll get started. Alright, so the first thing that came up for me was um, my uncle died. And my uncle was 66 or 67, which um, objectively it's over retirement age, so technically old. But, you know, in my mind I don't think of that as old, old. Uh, I know the average lifespan is 72. Um, I think of old, old as, well, 70 plus, roughly speaking. Um, and yeah, 66 or 67 isn't far off from 70, but it's close enough, um, that, or it's low enough that it kind of shocked me, and, you know, didn't know the guy all that well, he's on my dad's side, so, you know, didn't know him well, seemed like a nice enough guy, so sucks that he died, but... Um, it brings up for me the ultimate fear, and that is my parents dying. Um, and, you know, I am starting to face the fact that my parents are not old yet, because they're not 65, but, you know, my dad's, uh, gonna be 63, and my mom is... 58, I think, um, and, you know, that's, you know, there are no spring chickens, um, and you do think about that from time to time, and, you know, I don't know how I will deal with that when that comes up, um, my relationship with my dad, as I've talked about before, uh, has been very non-existent for the past five years or so, um, and my relationship with my mom has, uh, grown, uh, you know, quite strong for us, uh, over the past couple of years, and, you know, I love them both, um, and I don't want them to die, even though I know that eventually they will, um, and it's a scary thought, you know, when your parents' siblings start dying, it's like, well, how long before my parents die, and, you, you know, you wonder and you worry, um, the good news is, uh, that I got this news while I was spending time with my mom, um, and my sister, um, and it was good to spend time with my mom and my sister, uh, and my nephew, um, and that was good, um, but it's just, you know, it's a, uh, it's a thing, um, and, you know, I wake up sometimes and I wonder, you know, how did I get to be in my 30s? Um, you know, how did that happen? And I honestly don't know how. Uh, time, it goes by slowly because I've been so bored recently. But time is also going by fast at the same time. And how it can do that, I don't know. 
we'd have to ask Einstein. Um, and even if we did ask Einstein, I wouldn't understand a word he was saying. So who knows? Uh, maybe no one knows how time goes slowly and fast at the same time. But it kind of, you know, it was a... Uh, it was an earthquake of sorts, so um, I'm processing that. I'm not sure how I'm quite dealing with that. Um, my own mom also gave me a fidget spinner. Um, now, I'm not much for fads. Uh, I've heard about the fidget spinner. I didn't know really what it was or what it did. Uh, I got it. I kind of like it. Uh, I enjoy it. Um, and, um, you know, no sooner do I get it and get home and start enjoying it and using it to kind of pass the time, then uh, I come across an article talking about how fidget spinners were, you know, meant for disabled uh, people. And, um, you know, they're being adopted by abled people. And there's kind of this stigma of, you know, this is a thing that was meant for disabled people so they can, you know, do fidget spinning stuff, you know, to keep themselves occupied, especially those that are autistic. Um, I'm on the autism spectrum, Asperger's, so um, I certainly fall within that category, and suddenly it's uh, part of a fad that is going outside of the realms of, this, of the disabled, and, you know, suddenly things that were only appropriate for disabled people to do are now appropriate for everybody to do and wait a minute that's kind of weird um and uh it did get me thinking um you know for the most part i am mentally disabled so i am not terribly physically disabled uh, i do have some coordination problems but other than that um i you know my my all my disabilities are are mental um but you know it would be awfully weird if everybody started seeing psychologists on a weekly basis um they probably everybody probably should but it'd be awfully weird um and you know there are there is certain stuff that's kind of you know reserved i think for somebody with mental mental illness problems or mental challenges that I wouldn't want the public at large to do. So I kind of understand where this article was coming from. Um, and, it, you know, it made me think a little bit. Um, that said, I love the fidget spinner. Um, I, um, you know, flip a pencil back and forth. That's one of my things. It's been one of my things since I was sick as a kid. I don't know why I do it. Um, but I used to use it as a vehicle for... You know, going to imaginary places um, and driving down imaginary freeways when I was a kid. And I still occasionally do it or pretend that I'm the king of the moon or something. Um, and the fantasies are very elaborate and I wanted to work them into a book at some point and I've been too fucking lazy to do it. So, um, I don't know. That's all kind of mental uh, illness type territory, um, and I'd be, I'd also feel very weird if people started wiggling pencils in public, because, hey, that's my thing, and that's, you know, that's me, and you don't get to do that, so, um, you know, the article brought up a valid point, and I think, uh, even as you're enjoying your fidget spinner, it might be worth a think. Um, other things that are going on, um, 
I uh, got to have a good outing with my friend Megan, Paige, and Peter. Um, Paige and Peter got ma- married recently, so congratulations to them. They've been on this podcast a number of times, so uh, that's a cool thing. Um, and it is weird when your friends get married. I have, I think, two, well, one, you know, two close friends, because Paige and Peter, um, and then, you know, one old college friend. Uh, that I know that I've gotten married and then, you know, maybe tertiary friends beyond that, people I know on Facebook, that sort of thing. But it is very weird when friends get married, and I don't know why, again, this is one of those things of, you know, you're getting a little bit older and this is the sort of the normal thing that people do when they're American dreaming. Um, but it is weird. It's like, what, what do you mean you're getting married? And what do you mean you have two kids and what what's happening here um and I can't fit my head around it partially because I'm not there and it's very weird to see people that are your age and it really drastically different place than you are and you kind of scratch your head and wonder you know am I doing something wrong should I be doing what they're doing and then I think to myself well no I don't want kids so you know it's okay that I don't have two kids in the yard um would I like a career on some days? Yes. Some days, no. Um, you know, that's kind of up in the air, and I've been, you know, fighting with that for um, about 10 years now, and, you know, the fight um, continues, and, you know, it's not entirely my fault that I don't have a career. Um, I could work harder to try and get one, but it's, you know, not entirely on me. Um but it is weird when you see people in different places than you are at. And, you know, in the current circle of friends I have, you know, I worry very much about them when they get to that stage because they aren't, really aren't at the stage where they have a firm, solid career and have moved on beyond the college years. And even though I'm beyond the college years, I kind of live in my own little bubble that's pseudo-college or that some sort of area like that and um, you know I, ha- I finally have a circle of friends and I'm afraid they're going to get up and leave me and go off and progress in their lives and you know I don't I don't uh, begrudge them the fact that their lives are continuing and evolving and you know maybe even evolving beyond, beyond me but at the same time it's like where is that going to leave me so um I'm getting a cat, I'm pretty sure. Uh, my friend Megan, uh, I talked to her about that when we met up for coffee uh, on Monday. And, uh, you know, I was supposed to be listening to her, and, you know, she's going through some stuff, and I was supposed to be listening, and I didn't do a very good job listening. I did a better job of talking about my problems. Um, and at first, she volunteered to help me get a cat and pay the adoption fee, which was very generous. and. You know, I didn't want to immediately say yes, but it's like, well, I desperately need a companion because I'm going nuts inside these four walls. So I was like, well, yeah, sure. Um, And then she found somebody, a friend that needed to get uh, a kitten a new home. So I talked to her friend and, you know, we've uh, established some things and I'm not sure if it's going to be a fit or not probably need to talk to the guy some more, um, see the cat, but 
it really would be helpful to have a creature stuck in these four walls with me. Um, because I am going insane and you can't fidget spin and sims and, you know, half-ass flight simulator all day without completely going nuts. Um, which brings me back to maybe I should look again at that career thing. But, um, I don't know. Uh, I, I really want a companion animal. I got the paperwork done. Uh, with the apartment office to get a companion animal and you know I miss Milo uh, my dog he was an asshole but I still miss him um, and you know maybe a cat would be good for me um, certainly uh, would be something um, so I'm thinking about that um, in my solitude and um, I'll also you know talk to my psychologist we're talking about you know, planting a forest of things to do other than Flight Simulator or things to do that have some meaningful impact on the world uh, and make me feel accomplished and make me feel like I'm um, doing stuff with my life. And, you know, it breaks down into Maslow's hierarchy of needs, of course. Um, and, you know, meeting with my friends, that uh, fulfills the social need. Um, but I met with my friends and played games. That was the excuse to, for, for meeting with the friends. And we did it um, at a pizza place that has a regular game night. And I didn't introduce myself to the gaming group. And I probably should have. And I kind of felt like I let the, you know, let the ball drop on that one. And then um, uh, they have a trivia night. Um, and I was going to go to the, I wanted to go to that today. And then I find out that... That thing gets over between 9 and 9.30, and the bus comes at 9.10, so I was like, well, you know, I don't really want to risk that. Uh, I can't afford a taxi or an Uber, so I don't really want to push that. But at the same time, it was also kind of an excuse. So, um, I don't know, you know, I kind of feel like I, I dropped the ball on that one. Um, fortunately, again, tonight I got together with my uh, sister and my mom, so... I did get my social needs met um, definitely this week, um, and I think I should be good for a couple more days. Um, but now it's just, you know, getting around to Monday again where I'm going to try again to go to the game night and, uh, you know, see if I can avoid making an excuse and just go to the damn thing. Um, so that's my goal anyway, um, you know, trying to plant a bunch of trees, give my life um, some places where it can go. Um, and hopefully grow these opportunities and you know the ultimate goal for me and I talked about this with my friends you know is is you know everybody's busy they have to adult I understand that I have to adult too in my you know delayed college mentality unique bubble sort of way um, but everybody has to adult you can't really say realistically okay we're going to meet every Monday and we're going to do this every Monday and it's going to be great because that life just generally doesn't work that way so uh, I need to expand my circle of friends really is what I need to do and that's kind of the whole point of doing some of these activities is to expand my circle of friends so um, I'm going to try and redouble my efforts to not make excuses come hell or high water I will be at game night on Monday at Woodstock's Pizza, um, and uh, that's what I'm going to do there. Um, it's just 
how do I pass the time until Monday now that I can't go to trivia night because trivia night is now over and you know I am glad I spent the night with my mom and my sister and my nephew but at the same time I didn't go to trivia night um, so those are the thoughts that are kind of wandering about my head um, I've also got you know again thinking about this career thing <clears throat> And in talking with my friends, you know, my feeling is that I'm going to have to go back to school. Um, I'm worried because my loan's defaulted. And then I am trying to go through this loan forgiveness thing, disability-based forgiveness thing. And my disability is up for review. And if they don't renew it for more than three years, then my debts don't get canceled. And I have loans in default again. And there's probably no way I can go back to school. So here I am needing uh, more schooling, uh, essentially, to do anything with myself, I think, at this point. Because I've maxed out. I mean, you know, I, 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 you know, the job, the game job that I was expecting to get, you know, got, uh, you know, the division shut down. So that got taken away. I never, I was never able to get any other game jobs and you know the game industry changes so rapidly and I damaged enough relationships within that industry that that you know that ship has sailed uh, that ship sailed about 10 years ago um, and you know I gave up trying to get back on that ship a while ago um, you know trying to mod the sims aside um, you know it's it's a, the ship has sailed um, and, you know, that kind of leaves me with my audio production stuff, and that's mainly what I do, you know, is audio production, but, uh, I think if you listen to this podcast, uh, for long enough, you probably know that the audio production is not actually all that great, and really, I don't know what I'm doing, I'm self-taught, and, you know, the things I've learned, you know, peaks and levels, and what you shouldn't do, I mean, I'm looking at the recording right now, and I'm, um, I'm uh, over-modulating as I speak, so, uh, you know, I may know some audio theory, and I know, I know what should happen, but I don't do it, so, I mean, where can I really go with this audio production thing? I've kind of hit a brick wall. Uh, you know, I've gone as far as I can, and there's probably no further to go without, you know, trying to get into a more specialized industry. I've tried the radio stuff. Nobody, you know... Th- I'm so rough with the radio stuff that nobody wants to give me an opportunity within the radio industry, uh, or at least not an opportunity that pays, and of course I'm not in college, so I can't get a radio internship college job. So, you know, I'm I'm forced to really scratch my head and go, what the fuck do I do? Um, and, you know, I I'm awake, so I don't believe in the American dream, because the George... Uh, Carlin joke goes, you know, the American dream is called the American dream because you have to be asleep to believe it, and I'm not asleep, so therefore I don't believe it. Um, but at the same time, you know, going back to, you know, watching my friends get married and have kids, um, and here I am, you know, scraping by on just under $900 a month and, you know, trying to decide if I can afford a DVD player, um... And, you know, my life is not what I expected it to be in my 30s. And, you know, it's not what I want it to be. And I don't know how to change it. And, you know, again, we talked 
talking to my psychologist about trying to plant trees and going slowly, but at the same time, you know, I'll be 33 in two months, um, and time isn't really on my side, I don't think, so, um, you know, sitting, um, at home, you know, trying to distract yourself with Netflix, and I downloaded all of Daria, and, you know, I'm enjoying that, but you can only distract yourself with these things for so long before your mind starts to fester and go slowly insane. So my mind's festering and going slowly insane, and I thought talking to you about it might help. So, um, anyway, that's where I'm at. There's probably other things that I'm thinking about that I forgot to mention, um, but it looks like I'm around the 20-minute mark, so I'm going to call it quits. Um, thank you so much for listening. If you have feedback, NIC, N-A-C-J-A-K, at gmail.com, you can donate at knickknackjack.net um, and knickknackjack.lipson.com. Um, and of course, you can also sub- subscribe to the podcast in iTunes, TuneIn, Google Play, and um, maybe Stitcher, I don't remember. Um, but you can find it in a variety of places, that's the point. Um, and again, I thank you so much for listening, and until next time, stay safe, stay sane, happy railroading, happy landings, bye. Thank you.